Thank you for tuning in to Every Ray Living. It's your girl, Rayette. Welcome. I hope you are doing well. I want to jump right into what I said I was going to touch on. Um, I don't want to take too much of your time. But for those of you who do not follow me on um, Facebook, I did put a preview of what I was going to be um, touching up on. And I said I was going to be touching up on judgment, subliminal messages, and acceptance. And I also said Lisa would be joining me. Now, you may say, who is Lisa? She is my cousin. Her mother and my mother are uh, sisters. I was going to say siblings and sisters at the same time. Um, They both have passed on, but um, we're cousins and that's how I know Lisa. Um, And you might say, well, what was she going to add to the conversation? Well, Lisa is openly gay and she has plans to get married um, at the beginning of the summer. So although we all get judgment, none of us are exempt from being judged and none of us are exempt from passing judgment, whether it's a person, place or thing, we've done it. Um, But Lisa is not unique in this right where she's the only one that may have experienced judgment. Um, And I don't really know that she has because, you know, I've never talked to her. I never heard her say that she has or she hasn't, which was why I wanted to bring bring her on because I was curious to know if she, um, in fact, has been judged um, for being gay um, or being in a lesbian relationship. I don't know how you were. I don't know what the lingo is for that, but I was going to have her surely, you know, explain that. In, in the best of way that she could because you see I'm stumbling over how to say it gay relationship, lesbian relationship I don't know but um, it is what it is and she is who she is but I wanted her to come on and give her perspectives on it and how you know or if any judgment, subliminal messages has played out into her lifestyle and because like I said none of us are exempt from being judged I'm pretty sure she has been judged you know I just can't see that being off the table, but I wanted to get her take on it because I myself has judged her, not in a bad way. I don't think it's just been my perception of how I've always seen and known her. I've watched her have her children. I watched her get married to her husband and you know, now she's, um, getting ready to marry her partner. That was not hard to look at or, or to, uh, um, accept. I guess I just never, um, thought about it I just kind of thought it was a phase no matter how many times I saw them together I never thought of it as anything I just never did and it wasn't until she brought her wedding invitation to me and you know I saw her marriage license or whatever that's when the reality of this is who she is kicked in and it look different to me and I judged what I thought she was or wasn't or should be or shouldn't be or however you want to look at it through my perception of how I the operative word and that is I how I saw her and that's why I was inviting her on to give some insight on some things and then I could give her some insight on what my view was um but I said all that to say this, she's not joining me. Um, we had a time lockdown and we were solid in that. But Lisa at the last minute had a time conflict. And, you know, I like I said, I thought we were solid and it wasn't as far as the time. And that's fine. It's not a problem. But if you don't show up and you can't make it, it's no hard feelings. I just keep it moving. It's 
I'm not trying, I'm not going to figure out why and when and how did it happen, you know, it, it, another time. <laughs> That's how I look at it, you know, if it is another time. But she's not going to be joining me. And the only reason I even went into all that to even tell you she's not going to make it is because I, her name was out there on um, the preview as if she's going to be there, be here. And she's not. And I just, you know, just gave a quick synopsis, which I thought was quick, of why I invited her, what I was going to talk about with her. And ultimately, she's not going to be here. But judgment is a universal thing. So just because she's not here to give her, you know, take on it or whatever, don't mean it still doesn't happen. And the conversation isn't still going to go on. But the reason I will, I wanted to talk about judgment is because every year around this time, the tax refund shaming begins. And like I said, we have been judged for many things and we judge other things in people and places, you know, for many things and reasons. Um, so it's not like the tax refund thing was the ultimate. It just caught my attention a little bit more this year than it has any other years. And I think it caught my eye more so this year is because it seemed like it's getting more cutthroat each year. Like everybody emotions is wrapped up in what people are getting or not getting is on an all time high. And it's so baffling to me. And it's baffling to me because the judgment and the um, sneak dissing, because that's all subliminal messages is to me, um, is saying it in a way without having to say it directly, but you say it and everybody gets the memo because no one is stupid. Um, we all know what a subliminal message is because why? We've put out a subliminal message a time or two in our life. But the funny thing about subliminal messages are they're very clear. <laughs> they're very clear. When you tell somebody, let me use this as an example. If you sit in a room full of people and you don't, you want to make it very clear. You don't want nobody looking at your man or talking to your man. You're not going to say, Hey, Susie Q, don't be looking at my man. If you already got a hunch that she's looking at your man, you're going to put a blanket statement out. Don't look at my man because he's all mine and no, and he, I mean, whatever that could be. I mean, I could really get into stepping on toes if I really was going to go there, but you get it. Like everybody in the room gets, she don't want nobody talking to her man. Or if you say, I have a distaste for people who have abortions and there's two people in the room that had an abortion and it could go either way. You could put a stance on it of how much you dislike it and not even be mindful that Susie Q and Sally Sue then had multiple abortions, but you didn't put it out there because you want everybody to know your stance on it, that the message is clear. You, we get it. You don't like abortions. But in the meantime, in between time, you're offending the two people who you don't know who's had them. Or you may know, but you may not have ever told that person you don't like it. So you send it that way so they get the memo that is crystal clear. You know they had one and you don't like it. But at the end of the day, it's offensive because when you do that, you are judging. And for whatever reason, you know, we do that. People ultimately want to be accepted for who they are, the decisions they make or don't make. Regardless, people want to be accepted. 
And if we really want to go even on the political side, people will try to convince you why you shouldn't like Trump. They'll give you 20 reasons why you shouldn't and how horrible he is. Okay. But then on the other side of that, the person who really is a Trump fan wants you to still love and respect them for who they are in spite of who they want to be president. And the same is true on the other side of the coin. You know, there's a hundred people that can tell you why you should love them. And they want you to respect them for why they love them. I feel like I just said the same thing twice, but you get what I'm saying. You know, it's the same thing for the same reason you hating. There can be, there's 20 other reasons why somebody love them and vice versa. And at the end of the day, people are too busy trying to convince their opinions to be facts and get you to come over to their side in their way of thinking that they miss the point of what this is, is my own personal belief and thought process and how I do things. Love me for who I am, accept me for who I am and take out all of the judgment and how you see me or how you think you should see me. And we don't do enough of that. We, we spend too much time trying to convince people of our opinions and make them fact. And the minute someone disagrees with how you see something or disagree with, you know, you in general, that's when the problem comes in. And income tax to me is the same thing. It's so many ways and reasons that people get the amount of refunds that they get back. Just like there's a reason, there's a certain amount that you don't get back. And no matter if you can come up with, oh, this person only worked this amount of time out of the year, so she got this much back, that's sad. Okay, on the cuff it looks like that, but do you really know all the ins and outs? And even if you do, even if you know she probably did something that you would consider fraudulent to get that back, She's entitled to it. If it's legit, she's she's entitled to get X amount of hundreds or thousands back. If she worked six months out of the year, if she worked two months out of the year, and she qualified to get X amount of dollars back, it's hers. Your emotions should not be that tied up into what someone else has to where you can hear the anger spewed everywhere, whether it's on social media, whether you're in a group setting, No one should be that upset about what someone else has. It just doesn't make sense to me. But again, when you do that, you're placing judgment. You're sending out subliminal messages that people are picking up on. And ultimately, people aren't feeling accepted. And, you know, that's not the name of the game to not have people, you know, be accepted. Now, everybody is not put on this world to be accepting and loved by everybody in this world because that's not... I mean, we know that's not reality, but no one should have such a negative experience when they're spending their income tax money. And the reason I'm saying that is because it has gotten so bad that people will make up. I didn't get my income taxes yet. If they buy something, oh, I got paid. I I haven't even filed mine yet. Or... I bought this, but I didn't use my refund on it. I bought this without my refund. Or they just start, you know, feeling like they got to explain and validate what they bought, but it didn't come from their income tax. Like they got to show you, I bought my car without my income tax. Okay. And so what if you did? 
So what, so what if you did? I mean, let's shame the people then that went and bought a car and need a cosigner. I mean, should we judge that person because you couldn't go get your car by yourself or a cosigner on a house or um, it's so many things that you shouldn't judge people on because deeper things will start getting dealt with with you. Like you'll start causing people to look at you crazy and sideways. And that's why I'm looking at it like when people do this type of judging, it really is not you're not judging those people over there. You're judging people like right in front of you, like people in your household, your family members, your cousins, your kids, whoever it is, you know, you're not speaking to the people out there on social media. You're speaking to those people right in your family. So if I'm saying, I can't believe that person got X amount of dollars in tax refund, then I I have to have that same energy if I've got grandchildren and their parents are working and then they get an income tax, then I that same energy is to them as well. But somehow we'll be like, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about those people. Well, how do you separate the two? So like I said, judgment is real. Subliminal messages are real. And people being accepted is real. And when you start judging people for any and everything, this is where the hate and the division is coming in. And it's coming in through little petty things like that. Having such an emotion tied to stuff that at the end of the day don't have anything to do with you personally, that's where the division is coming in. And no one sees it because everyone want to be right fighters and everyone just wants their opinion, their thought process heard without listening and hearing the other process, the other party's uh, thought process heard. You know, sometimes I've heard you shouldn't and you can't discuss religion and politics. I think you can. As long as you are open-minded person. Like, if you tell me Trump is the hot commodity right now that everybody's talking about, people can talk to me about Trump. They can talk to me and tell me how much they love him. Because that's their thought process. That is their opinion of who he is, what they believe, or whatever, whatever. If I don't share that same thought process, I'm not going to be mad. That's their emotion. That's what they feel. If I have an opinion... Okay, that's great, but we shouldn't be getting into it because my opinion is one way, that person's opinion is another way, because that's your thought. Now, when it comes to factual things, okay, there's things, you know, we can lay out that are factual that you can see or whatever, whatever, but you can't argue facts. It just is what it is. You might not like the facts that you see. I may not like the facts that I see, but you can't really argue facts. But opinions, I don't really try to argue anybody's opinion because If you like something, I don't have that motto. You like it, I love it. I don't have an emotion tied to it. If you like it, okay. Because if I don't have an emotion towards it, I'm not going to like it because you love it. Okay, you like it. Beautiful. The end. I'm not going to sit there and make you feel a certain type of way because I don't feel the same way you feel. If my kids tell me, 
they vote for whoever. We may have a conversation about it, but my mindset is never going to be to make them think how I want them to think. Unless it's something detrimental to their health or, you know, their livelihood, then yeah, they're going to hear my mouth all up in it. But I'm just not that type of person to have that much energy invested into making someone feel a certain type of way about a decision that they make or don't make because I'm going to feel some type of way or I just want you to know how much I can't stand it that I want to make you feel and everybody else around you feel some type of way about it. That's not the way to do things in, in anybody's world because you're going to lose more than you gain doing that. And so all that to say, the division starts with us and the coming together starts with us. I mean, it, it would be interesting if no one said anything about what people do with their income tax, just how, just imagine how the world would be. Cause I remember there was a time we were talking about this at work. There was a time your parents didn't talk about no income tax. You didn't even know they had it. I don't even think I knew what it was and, or anything, not to the extent where I'm sitting here, hearing what I'm hearing now. So like, let's go back to that. But at the end of the day, in the beginning of the next, in my everyday living, I'm always trying to learn something, even in my imperfection, even in my flaws. And that's what this is about. And I just wanted to talk about it because like I said, it's such a thing every year, but each year it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And I've never understood it. And it made me just think of how real judgment is. And judgment is so real that it, it's with the most basic and simplest things that you shouldn't even be getting judged. It shouldn't even be a thought process for people, a thought process for people. And again, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, like I said, I was in, I don't say inspired because that was just too extra, but I wanted to do it on that because it was the tax thing that really didn't sit well with me because it was a bigger issue behind that to me. You know, when you judge something like that, I just don't think people realize how many people that's that close to them that they're affecting in their judging. Because I look at stuff like that. You know, like I said, it's like saying, it's like a prejudiced person saying, he's or she's a nigger, but not you, but not you, Rayette. <laughs> not you, like, how do you, how do you separate it? I mean, I'm not a nigger, <laughs> you know, I'm not a nigger or who, however you, you know, that would come across, but You've heard someone say that, well, he is, but not you, or she is, but not you. Like, how do you separate it? Like, what makes me different from that person? Because if I piss you off enough, I'm going to be that too, (laughs) you know? And that's why I'm trying to understand how is it you can say it, it, you know, have this, you know, energy about this particular thing with those people, but not realize you affecting And you're saying negative things about people in your circle, in in your family, your friends or whatever. So again, it wasn't directed towards anyone. I'm not putting out no subliminal messages. I'm being very clear and blatant that we all have judged. We all do judge. No one is exempt. But the tax shaming thing is what caught my attention. Because again, I've never 
quite understood why people have done it so much that people really do say, I haven't got mine yet. And I bought this, but I didn't use my income tax. And that's, that's when I know, that's what lets me further know it is affecting people to the point they're not being accepted to go out and shop and spend their money and go out to eat because they're going to feel some type of way when they do it. Now, don't get me wrong. Ain't nobody caring what nobody thinking about them spending their, in- about them spending their income tax because they're out in the mall shopping. They out to eat. They doing whatever they want to do with their money. So the spewing ain't stopping nobody because everybody is getting one. If you only getting $100 back or $1,000 back, you spending it. Just how everybody else is spending theirs. Either on a bill, a trip, towards a trip, whatever. You're spending it like the rest of them. So save all the hate, spread some love, and next week on Every Ray Living, we're going to talk about some stuff. That's it.